around the world and here at home, bringing relief, hope, and the life-changing message of Jesus. You're listening to the Mize Missions Podcast with Terry Mize. Hello, everyone, and God bless you today to a brand new 2019 New Year's Day. As always, we are delighted to be with you. And at this auspicious moment, start the year off right with you and encourage you from the Word of God. And as Hebrews chapter 4 over there says, we are to warn, admonish, and encourage one another daily, for the days are dark. Well, you know, the dark is out there. (laughs) The darkness is out there. But just like in the land of Goshen in Egypt, when the children of Israel were there uh, thousands of years ago, we find out that God has a way miraculously to have light at the same time right next door up to darkness. And that's really a figure of where you and I live. Uh, we could, You and I, are. if you could see us in the realm of the Spirit, we are just glowing <laughs> with the light of the life of God. And then we walk into a business and everybody in there maybe is in darkness. And I, I'm just amazed at that, that God allows us to be full of light. So here we are, Terry Mize Ministries podcast, right here at the beginning of the year to encourage you and to give you some good news. Darling, what's on your heart today and as we begin the new year? I know you've talked about your 12 checks and how we start the year and our focus on how we need to be. So share with the folks. Well, of course. I mean, you know, it's uh, 2019, as you said, and uh, we are in uh, Laredo, Texas, been ministering in Hebronville, Texas, where our dear friends Kelvin and Monica Box, I have done their New Year's Eve service and the Sunday, the either ending the year or beginning the year for uh, for twenty years. Right. And uh, <clears throat> and so we just did that and yes. had a great time visiting with them and visit with the church and God's we had a good word for the church. God spoke to us, ministered to us. And um and then of course we also brought four of our grandsons with us, Colton, Luke, Jackson and Jake, and uh we've been deer hunting and we've right. done this for Years and years and years, you, uh, I, and your husband Dean and I used to do this uh, with our boys, Lynn and Paul and Matt and Alan. Right. And now Dean's in heaven, but I've continued to do it over the years with my uh, grandsons. And then uh, now that we're married, we've been you've been going with us for the last several years. So we're in South Texas, and a little colder than it normally is. We've done a lot of deer hunting down here when it was 90 degrees and having to fight the wasp. Right. But it's been in the 40s and, and even down in the 30s at night. And so we've had a good time this week, and, and the boys have really had a good time out on the ranch and kicking around, and, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. And That's then, right. of course, we're starting 2019. I mean, we, we're busy. Uh, this coming Sunday, we'll be in Conroe, Texas right. with our dear friend Sue, Lan- Sue Lanza. And, and that's the, uh, Harvest Family Church. Harvest Family in Church. Conroe, Tom Lanzo, my dear friend, he's also in heaven. And uh, he uh, and I met in New Zealand, oh, I don't know, decades ago and became friends. Both of us were in New Zealand doing doing meetings. And then uh, we preached for them, and they've supported us in missions for many, many years now. And so we're looking forward to seeing Sue and the church people there and, of course, her, her daughters. Uh, and their families. That's right. And so we'll be there Sunday. And then the very next day, Monday, we take off on the 7th of uh, January to Monday go to morning. Mexico City. Yes, we do. Uh, our dear friend Wayne Myers, 96 years old, still preaching, still uh, doing things for God, is putting on another convention. He puts on a conference every uh, every January. 
and that'll be in Mexico City, one of the largest cities in the world, 7,000 feet altitude, so there's not right. much air. Right. And uh, this year, the conference is going to be, usually it's always at a church, but this year, they've moved it, the venue, to the World Trade Center in Mexico City uh, into a ballroom that'll hold 5,000 people. Right. And, uh, and I expect it'll be full or mostly full. <laughs> Brother Wayne has That's affected right. and creased and touched and marked. Uh, so many pastors and so many people in his 71 years in Mexico. That's right. In fact, this year, 2019, will mark his his 72nd year uh, ministering the Word of God in Mexico. And we've ended our 50th year uh, in ministry and started on year number 51. So 2019 is my 51st year in uh, third world missionary evangelism in the ministry. So uh, we've had exciting things, had a great 2018 and we're looking forward to an absolute blessed and prosperous uh, and abundant harvest in 2019. You know, every year for years and years and years and years, preachers always come up with a with a slogan that'll match, uh, that'll rhyme with the end of the year. You know, and they say, you know, it'll be divine in, you know, 2009. And it's just like heaven in 2007. And, and, and you know, just everybody's always done it for years and years and years. And so for decades, all my friends have come to me and said, Brother Terry, what's your, what's your slogan for the year? What's the theme for the year this year? And I always tell them, it's missions. It's missions, it's missions, <laughs> right. it's missions. That's it always right. was missions, it always will be missions. Missions is the supreme task of the church, and it's the number one job of the church. It's what God sent Absolutely. Jesus for. It's what Jesus died for. It's what all the, those apostles uh, died for, the apostles of Jesus died for uh, in foreign countries, most of them, and gave their lives for missions and so missions is the theme for 2019 just like it always has been and always will be and will be about the master's business around the world this year and we appreciate our partners and our friends that help us continue to do that people that partner with us monthly and uh, that send us finance and the people that pray for us and get us through uh, wherever we're going and the battles that we face and the harvest that we win and so we appreciate our friends we appreciate our partners in 2019, I'm believing for them is going to be a blessed and prosperous year. Just a blessed, I've just had my spirit all along, just a blessed and prosperous year like uh, like never before. Amen. You know, and, and it's up to, <coughs> even, you know, people pray for you, people preach to you, people love on you, God has a plan for you, the angels are around you to help you get it done, the promises of God are there for you to believe the presence of the Lord and his spirit live in you. And all of these things are working for you to help you get the job done. But yet it's incumbent. And that's what's so amazing to me. The most marketable point about Christianity is that each one of us has the ability to really represent the Lord on a singular basis everywhere we go. We have all the goods. Nothing is denied us. Each one of us is equally endowed with all of these things available to us from the kingdom of God. So you have a decision to uh, guard your heart, (laughs) to feed your soul the word of God, to stay full of the Holy Ghost, and to stay focused on the vision that God has called you to. And like Terry was saying, as we pray for you, and as we stand in, in a place of intercession on behalf of each other, you know, the Spirit of God wants to work through every single one of us. So your prayers count, your attendance at church counts, 
Every offering counts. Every word that you share on behalf of the kingdom of God counts. So when we say we're praying for you, we're counting on you to do your job. I was just reading a verse of scripture here a few minutes ago in um, Matthew chapter uh, 10. And Terry preaches out of this chapter a lot. So about once a month, I go over there and read that and just just make sure that I'm, I'm staying on, on on focus and all the things that he's done for 50 years but it says jesus said do not think that i've come to bring peace upon the earth i have not come to bring peace but a sword and i know that as terry's gone around the world for 50 years uh, there's been opportunity uh, not only to have opposition but he has had opposition and as you and i go out and preach the gospel uh, every one of us as we pray uh, you know that hell doesn't want any of your prayers to get answered. <laughs> hell doesn't want anything in your life to prosper. And as Terry was saying, he was praying over you that it's going to be a blessed, prosperous year. Well, hell doesn't want any of that to happen. And so we're going to have to stand in the gap and realize that there will be opposition. And sometimes it is face-to-face -face with people. And sometimes it's in the realm of the Spirit. You can't see it, but you can feel it. And yet you and I have got a job to do, and we've got to do it around the world. We've got to be bold. We've got to be very uh, focused on it, and we can't be easily uh, intimidated or offended. And we've got a job to do. No, that's right. There is always a job to do, and there's just no time to be offended. No, and, and it's something you have to work on your own soul and in your own heart. And even though you, you can see how people try to offend you, or you can see that people are doing things against you, and yet, you know, you have to rise above that. I've always told people, darling, that, that even in prayer, if you're walking along in a day and things aren't going right, right take time, step aside, go, turn off the phone, shut the door, lock the door, don't go to, to the door, and pray past the cloud. It's like an airplane coming up out from under the clouds and the overcast and sure. the fog. You've got to pray up past that. And once you get, once you can pray past that, then God is able to move in a way in your life that, that you'll be astounded when you pray past the emotional side oh, of what you're dealing with, when you can pray past that. And I know here at the beginning of the year, coming out of the Christmas season and everything, um, sometimes there's lots of situations to have to face and deal with that have that have waited to rear their ugly head or either you were putting off to deal with uh, once you got past the holidays but i want to encourage all of you today take some extra time to pray past the overcast clouds of your life pray past the emotional side because once you do that you move into a realm that is what paul talked about beyond uh, you go deeper into the fathomless wealth of Christ. I found some scriptures about that again the other day, and boy, did it it bless me and help me because you, we've got to go deeper into the things of God to do the call of God here at the very uh, final days of, of history. Oh, yeah, what a what a historic time and what a tremendous yeah, no time to be alive. No joke. You know, I'm a pilot, and I've always said when when I'm walking around on the earth and and people say, oh, it's dark today, or oh, it's overcast today, or oh, it's, it's gloomy today, it's gray today. I always say, well, you know, it's springtime above the clouds. No, right. You know, and you get in an airplane, you take off in, in nasty, drizzling, rainy, cloudy, 
dreary, dark weather, you, you know, all you got to do is just get up there above the clouds, and boy, That's all right. of a sudden you break out, and it's blue skies and white clouds and sunshine, That's and it. it's springtime, and that's the way it always is. It's always springtime above the clouds, and if you can just pray through the cloud and believe God to get you through the that's cloud, right. uh, right. there's a whole springtime, a whole sunshine, a whole blue sky that uh, the possibilities are limitless with God. Well, it is, and it makes prayers count. Brother Hagen always <clears throat> said, he said, most Christians pray low-level prayers. Yeah, right. They pray low-level prayers. And what I notice, even with a lot of people in the ministry, is that we we pray the same thing over and over. Even praying in tongues. I've noticed that a lot of Pentecostal people when I was growing up, when they'd start praying in tongues, they'd pray the same prayer in tongues. They'd have the same phrases in tongues. And I got to where I knew which words were with which saint. <laughs> And and it would just be, oh, I know they're going to start their prayer with da-da-da-da-da-da-da in tongues. And, you know, the Holy Ghost is just a wider variety. I know we're built on the foundations of the Word of God that will never change, that not one jot or tittle. But, you know, the Holy Ghost and even God's creative power, he's got nine, at least 900 good things. Good, he, I used to say this all the time. I, he's got 900 million ways to do any one good thing. No, that's exactly and right. so God's got such an infinite <clears throat> variety out there of ways for you to win the battle. And if you'll just focus on it and take that extra time to set aside and not pray the same thing you've always prayed and not pray it in the same tone of voice you've always prayed it, but reach out there into the realm of the Spirit and get into the fathomless wealth of Christ, uh, wealth, it says in the Amplified, of which no man has ever seen or gone deep enough into. I'm telling you, God's got some supernatural things to show us. You know, I, I look at, at President Trump, how he, his, his presidency has brought a sword into America. Um, people that are, that are very conscious of, of staying uh, rooted to the, to the foundational principles of the Constitution, the Declaration uh, of uh, Independence, the Bill of Rights, people that are very, very uh, serious. No, we're not going to change things. We're going to stay with what made us great instead of trying to appease everybody in the world and their pagan gods. Uh, you and I, as much as we love people, and as Terry was saying, the real me message of Terry Mize Ministries has been missions to go around the world. It wasn't so Christianity could conform. It was so Christianity could bring life where there had been darkness, sure, where course. there had been a constant uh, blindness on people or the clouds hanging over the people. Everything about Christianity is soaring to a higher height. God's got higher thoughts. God's got a higher way of doing things. And in Isaiah 55, he says, our thoughts are not his thoughts and our ways are not, not his ways. His ways. You know, the you ways of the flesh, higher. the ways of the flesh the ways of our personality, but he wants to bring us to a much higher place. He says, for my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. So you're going to have to pray past the emotional realm, over into the realm of the spirit, and then take God's thoughts and superimpose them over what you've been thinking in those low-level thoughts, and that have probably produced some low-level praying, you know? Well, probably so. That's what Brother Hagin said. <laughs> That's right. So in order... For us to do the job, we're going to have to do it that way. You know, we've continued to say over and over and over, Renee, that we we believe that church is the greatest idea that God ever had after salvation. 
after sending right. after sending Jesus and sending him to the cross and Jesus dying for our sins, then the next best idea he had was church because in church is where you're going to have corporate prayer, you're going to have corporate praise, corporate worship, corporate faith, corporate getting things done. Whatever gets done is going to get done in the church. And, you know, just more and more I see people fighting the church and fighting the idea of church. And, of course, somebody always stands up and says, oh, the church isn't brick and mortar. The church is the people. Well, of course it's the people, but it's the people getting together that gets the thing done. And where they get together, that's in church. <clears throat> so, you know, we're just excited about having spent, ended uh, 2018 in church and starting 2019 in church. And, uh, we're, you, you know, I, you know, I'm just amazed that, that in 50 years of doing this, that we see people who don't understand the plan of God, the purpose of God, the desire of God, the dreams of God. And yet it's so simple if we'll just get back to the Word of God and just exactly. get back to the Bible. Hey, I even saw uh, a, a research uh, study that was just released this week by a reputable organization, and it said that millennials are going back looking for Holy Ghost churches. Now, isn't that something? That's really something. Um, they, they said that they're. They said that they're just leaving the uh, the attraction uh, oriented church. What we'd call seeker sensitive, uh, the attraction oriented church, because they can't find anything there that's attracting them. Nothing that works, and so they're looking for a Holy Ghost church. They're looking for a charismatic church. They're looking for a church where something actually happens. So, you know, I'm, I tell you, I'm encouraged because we're always for the church. We're always in favor no, of the right. church. We're always believing the church is going to win and go onward and upward. And to see a, see a survey like that, to say that millennials are actually going back looking now, <laughs> leaving the other churches and Bless looking for a church may have come on. where something's actually going to happen. No, really, really. I, uh, I know at the beginning of the year here, I've already started my yearly reading for the month of January, where for the last 13 years or so, I have read... Hudson Taylor's Spiritual Secret yeah, sure. book. You've been and reading it in the deer blind this I've been week. Reading it, yeah. That's why you're not seeing any deer. <laughs> I have I have actually started again like and treated it like I've never read it before. But he he makes such a statement in there at the very beginning of the book he, that he was determined that at every juncture to go deeper into the fathomless wealth of Christ. At every crisis, at every heartbreak, at every challenge at every moment of fear he said i was determined like i was saying to pray past the clouds go deeper into god i mean you know that sounds opposite but i wanted to challenge you to read ephesians chapter three because well but when, back to back to hudson taylor just yeah. for a moment before you leave that uh his whole thing was missions i mean no the, that's what the, i was about the, to say the here. book was about his life his in life inland in, china inland back china. in the 1800s he was the greatest oh missionary uh, and, and left, and when he left there, he left something like twelve hundred and thirty-two people uh, missionaries, or twelve hundred fifty-two missionaries right. uh, in China, in inland China, way right. up on the inside, not just on the coast. And just was such a great man of God. He he buried two wives. He buried uh, three children. Uh, three children mm-hmm. uh, just sticking it out for the gospel's sake and preaching the word of God in and uh, inland China. Another statistic I just read the other day about him too, Terry, is that. Uh, that at the at like you know this was like thirty five forty years ago somebody said wrote this and said that that 
his organization, China Inland Mission, had more martyrs than all of the others. You know, I've read that. That's true. That's and true. it's absolutely martyrs, astounding. Martyrs, people killed for the gospel's sake. And, but, you know, Ephesians 3 is what I wanted to draw your attention to. And Terry was saying, we're going to have to go back to the Word. We're going to have to ground ourselves in the Word. We're not going to, we, we can't let the things of our flesh and our emotional realm be the thing that, 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 uh, dominate in our life and control us. But Ephesians 3, and the Amplified Bible to me is the premier chapter about the church. But in verse 8, Paul said, To me, though I am the very least of the saints, God's consecrated people, this grace, this privilege of, of preaching the gospel was entrusted to me to proclaim to the Gentiles the unending, boundless, fathomless, incalculable, and exhaustless riches of Christ's wealth which no human being could have searched out. And that's... That's, yeah, that's powerful. That's the most... <laughs> that's missions. <laughs> that's taking an inexhaustible, fathomless, boundless wealth of the Lord Jesus Christ to the nations. He said, also to enlighten all men and to make plain to them what is the plan regarding the Gentiles. And that's the nations of the world. Anybody that's not a Jew, that's everybody. That's right. And he said, Only for the salvation... Only in the world, Jews and Gentiles. <laughs> <laughs> and it says for to provide for all men the salvation of all men of the mystery that has been kept hidden but i think this verse is so profound it says the purpose of all this in other words i like it in the amplified so much because it called, talks about a plain plan to the people and then it says here that it was the god's purpose another p the amplified has all of this in chapter three that through the church everybody say through the church that's me he said the complicated many-sided wisdom of god and all of its infinite variety and immeasurable aspects might now be made known to the angelic rulers and authorities principalities and powers in the heavenly sphere in other words he's saying the timeless purpose was that god was going to send jesus christ in in sure. his person and he said in whom because of our faith in him we dare to have such boldness and courage Amen. and confidence of free access to the very presence of god i mean that's, no, that's why powerful. we preach that's the good. god yeah. that's why we preach the gospel and it this chapter has just enlivened me for years maybe maybe 15 20 years i just keep going back to it all the time and i i look at all this what the paul said i'm a prisoner he said, I'm, I'm out there preaching. I'm a and he says, to enlighten all men and to make plain to them the plan. That's missions. That's our purpose. Oh, that's what we're doing it no, for. No, he was focused. And that's the thing I said a while ago, we've got to get back to the Bible. The church has got to get her focus back. No, that's right. We're going to have to quit looking out here at 30 or 40, 50 things and focus back on the Word of God and realize that our job is to do what God told That's us right. to do. Through the church. That we're here for a purpose. We're here for a reason. God Through put us church. here and has a plan for us, but we, we can't just Every get one of distracted. Us. You know, we're like a bunch of cats. Trying to, God, cats. God probably feels like he's herding cats, you know, and there's <laughs> going off helter skelter in every no, different right. direction and doing all kinds of things and every kind of little sparkly thing attracts them and everything that moves to attracts them and every somebody shiny, has an idea and somebody wants to tinsel. do something else. We're going to have to get focused and get back to uh, the church and understand what the church is about and what the church is for because it's in the church that we're actually going to get together, no, that's pool right. our prayers, pool that's our right. faith, pool our money, pool our efforts, pool our time, and actually accomplish something for the kingdom of God. 
Well, that's what verse 10 is trying to tell us here. It's like the church is like the the facets on a diamond, you know? When I was a little girl, my grandmother had those old lamps in her house that had those those crystals that hung down off of it. And I loved to go up to that upstairs bedroom by the attic where the the light came in through the window and her whole bedroom would have all those refracted little things to it. And when I read that verse years ago, it's like the Lord just immediately brought that back to me. And I saw that the church is like... When the light of the gospel, like you know, like like Paul said to the Corinthians, when it shines through you, sure. it's it's like all the light of the gospel shines through each one of us to the world. And when you and I show up, every one of us has a different way the light's going to refract through our life. And it's just so exciting to know that in verse ten he says that through the church God's going to show the complicated, many-sided wisdom of God with all of its infinite variety and innumerable aspects. That means every single one of you has something to show about God that nobody else has the abilities to show that through the world. Yeah, it's just course. amazing. So my confession for you and for me is that when we get there, God gets there, <laughs> and our lives preach the gospel. Well, and we have. Stay focused because if the devil if the devil knows that you'll stop doing what you're doing to put right. out a fire, yeah, then he'll just create fires everywhere. That's right. You yeah. know, when I'm doing my great open air crusades and somebody's out in, out there in the middle of a hundred thousand people and they're demon possessed and they start screaming and yelling and they do all the time and pulling their clothes off and and turning in circles and throwing rocks and being crazy, you know, then then I, I preach through that. That's right. You know, I'll see it out there, but I'm not going to stop. Get off the platform, walk right. all the way out there. Now no, the crowd right. can't see me anymore. I don't have a microphone. They can't hear me anymore. Mm-hmm. And then I go out there and deal with that and then finally get it done, get the devil cast out, and then come back up to try to preach again. Well, the devil will just yeah, poke right. another demon-possessed person and say, you show out, you show, you, you scream, right. you yell. Right. And, and so I'd never preach, I'd never win souls, I'd never have miracles because I'm stopping to put out a fire. So if the devil knows that you'll stop to put out a fire, yeah. he'll keep creating them. Sometimes you just have to let the fires burn. Well, the and, devil and trust, knows you're a fireman. The, trust he'll, the Holy he'll Ghost. create fires for you. So don't be a fireman. <laughs> be a light in the gospel. And like Terry was saying, just the wisdom of God will show you where you need to be and that you don't need to just go take care of every little sing, single stupid flash of light out there that, that the enemy could try to use to distract you Absolutely. with. Absolutely. Let me, let me end this with this, Renee. Sure. Jesus said in Matthew 25 that if you have fed and clothed and helped and bless one of these little ones. Oh, yes. Then he said, you've done it unto me. But he also turned around and said, if you've not fed and clothed and blessed and helped and ministered to one of these little ones, then neither have you done it unto me. So it seems to me, I want you to go read Matthew 25 where Jesus is talking about that. And it seems to me that the, the, the debt that we owe to God is payable to people. Exactly. The debt that we owe to heaven is payable on earth. Earth. Jesus is looking to see if we, the church, are blessing people on the earth. Right. Are we helping people? Are we blessing people? Are we clothing people? Are we feeding people? You know, this this Christmas, we've sent out tens of thousands of dollars, thanks to our partners. you're not through yet. Thanks to our our pastors, special (laughs) pastors that get involved with us at the Christmas Orphan Project and and, and the individual partners that help us. When we send out tens and tens of thousands of dollars to to uh, different countries around the world and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of orphans. And we're not through yet. Just today, I got a, was sitting in the deer blind this morning, uh, deer hunting. I got a text from a pastor who said, hey, uh, our check's in the mail. We thought we had already sent it, but we, we were getting it in the mail today. And I said, yeah. well, when we get it, we'll get it sent out. 
Yeah. And uh, and so uh, we've got people still sending money for that. But our debt to man, or excuse me, our debt to God is payable to man. That's right. Our debt to heaven is payable on earth. We've got to be about the master's business here on the earth. Right. And we're excited about doing that. We're That's excited right. about missions. Right. We're going to be all over the world this year. We're going to be uh, the whole month of March. We're going to be in the South Pacific, in Vanuatu, in Samoa, in in uh, Fiji, in uh, New Zealand. Right. Uh, then we're going right. to be in New, uh, Romania again this year. We're playing on Malta again this year. Right. Uh, we'll be in uh, South America again this year. I mean, we're just we're just going to be gone all the time. And we try to we try to do a foreign country foreign crusade every other month, but that's just six times a year. And uh, sometimes right. we go way past that. And like I said, Monday we're leaving for Mexico to be with Wayne and Martha Myers in that great conference right. there. And then we just encourage our partners to stay with us, pray with us, believe God with us, because no, together right. we're getting this job done. Well, you know, and everything about the end time church is that that God wants to do things through you, and He wants to bring the money through you, the power through you, the miracles through you, and so that you can do the work of the gospel, and we can we can reach the world, not our neighbors as well as every nation of the world. They'll hear the gospel. So we all have a part to play, and everything you do counts Absolutely. for souls. Well, our time is gone for today. We love you dearly. We lay hands on the cards and letters that come in and pray for them. In fact, I've got some with us that we're going to pray over. And I want to encourage all of you to just stand strong. Uh, go and spend some extra time with the Lord. And know that Terry and I are standing in the gap with you, praying for you. And we're partners and co-laborers together for the sake of missions around the world. Well, Tell somebody else about the podcast. We're at terrymize.com. And then, of course, our website's got all the information of our schedule and products and, and prayer request opportunities and testimony time there for you. So we love you. We got some new stuff. We got those More Than Conquerors cups we've got available. And we're so excited about this, plus Terry's new CD on God's a Good Checker Player. So we look forward to seeing you next time. Have a wonderful new year. That's terrymize.com and terrymizeministries.org. Right. I had said that, and so I just want you all to be aware that we've got both places for you. So uh, we look forward to seeing you next time, and uh, have a great new year. God bless you. Bye-bye. You've been listening to a Mize Missions podcast. For all the latest updates to our global projects, speaking engagements, and social media, visit us at terrymize.com. You can partner with us to give living bread to dying men around the world. Get involved at terrymize.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us. This has been a presentation of Terry Mize Ministries.